Welcome to the Pitch Perfect Flesh and Blood podcast, um, a podcast that aims to educate, inspire, and support the female community in flesh and blood. We are your hosts. I am Elaine, and we have Melody. Melody, kia ora. Um, we're really excited that you're here joining us today. This week we have just kind of like a fun episode to help you guys get to know us a little bit better. We have some fun questions prepared, but for first we're gonna like do a quick announcement and then we'll go into talking about our week in flesh and blood and then we'll move on to the main topic of today. So the announcement is very exciting. It's that the Pitch Perfect pod discord is live so if you're not on there already you can go find it both melody and i have shared it on our twitter and it's also on the pitch perfect pods twitter so go get in there we already have like a a good amount of people in there and we've had a few games fire off already which has been exciting to see and the exude confidence um channel has gotten some support today i don't know if you've had a chance to check that out yet melody because i know you know but yeah, yes. it's, it was um, Mara Blackwing Studio sent a message in the general chat about hyping up Blake today. And I was like, yes, everyone, please share the love in the community. But also, if you would like, you can share the love to anyone and everyone at all times in the Exude Confidence channel. And so then people started like typing stuff in there. It just made me really look at oh. like smiley, made me really happy to oh. see. I was like, oh, I love this. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna have to go and have a look. No, I haven't seen that. So as yeah, it's six six thirty here. Yeah, early for Melody. <laughs> it is. We yes. we like alternate shifts. Like I stay up really late. She wakes up really early to record. So she got the early shift. So it's like two p.m. for me, right after lunch. But um, so let's talk about our weeks in flesh and blood, Melody. Mm. Did you do anything mm. fun and? In Fab this week, I know you guys had Uprising release. We still have not gotten it. Mm, it yes. comes out tomorrow, but we had ours delayed, so you guys already have it. We do. So it was epic. Uh, I don't know if they do it in, New- uh, sorry, in the US, but a lot of stores in New Zealand open till midnight, and then they open, they stay open so people can crack boxes. So I was over in a different part of the country visiting some people and I picked up my boxes and then raced home because I wanted to record at home and crack them and the the set is just beautiful it is by far my favorite set for the art and like I really enjoyed the heroes I played my first draft match so my first ever limited because I didn't get to do pre-release and had a ball it was so cool what did you draft I drafted Icelander. So now I'm an Icelander convert and all I want to do is play Icelander. I want to play Wizard. (laughs) Isn't it crazy? Like I did not, when I went to Las Vegas, I did not want to play Icelander. That was my first time um, also playing the sealed format. And I ended Mm. up only pooling Wizard equipment. So I was like, okay, well, I'm playing Icelander. And then it's like, I don't know, she was so much fun. It took like Jeez. three games and I was like, I'm an Icelander convert. This yes. is And you cosplay her. So you I know, know. <laughs> I know. together. Yeah. And I I you know, I've played against Kano and been absolutely decimated. I'm like, oh my goodness. Had a little look at it, but never really got an into wizard. But in draft she was so much fun. And I actually won a game. I didn't think I was gonna win anything. There was about I think there was eight, nine of us. And some really good players. And I was like, okay, cool. 
Um, so definitely a convert, had heaps of fun, um, cracked, I think, I think I've cracked three cases now. I bought five. And yes, but I, you know, and I got a cold foil fabled in one case and I got a rainbow foil fabled in another. I got loads of dragons. The oh case God. that you opened was yes. insane. I, I went and watched your video on YouTube and I was just like, oh my gosh, Melody. She pulled was, all yeah. the spice out of your one case. It was. It was well, the, I had some trouble because I didn't realize on my very first case to check the token slots. So when I was, I had lots of technical problems as I always do recording. And somebody posted after I'd cracked it and said, Melody, you need to check the token slots. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do that in the morning. Cause I was really tired. And then I went back and I checked and I'm just, oh my God, dragons, fabled, cold foils, and just lost my mind. It was, by the time I went to bed, it was 5 a.m. <laughs> I but think I would have stayed up all night also. I like <laughs> that the like cold foils are in the token slot because when you're drafting, yes. you can like keep it and still yes. draft a card. But yeah, you have to you have to be aware of it or you might miss out on all your good Yeah, pools. like me, because I'm a <laughs> yeah, fool. But so that was really cool. And other than that, I've not played. I'm just trying to think. I shifted house on the weekend. So that, that was my exciting week. So Uprising has been amazing. And here in New Zealand, sorry, USA. By the time you see this, you'll have your cases and boxes. But yeah. it's crazy. Like people are just posting their pools and heaps of cards are being sold. But what I've noticed is, you know, the price was very high for a lot of cards. I think the the rainbow, sorry, not the rainbow, the cold foil Marvel Dragons started at about, they started at $100. Then they went to 60. I bought three at $60. I've lost two of my cards, but that's okay. And now they're down to 35. And which is great for me because I want to collect them. Yeah. Um, but I think once you guys in the USA start cracking them, the prices will hopefully stabilize because we're actually going to see a lot more product. Um, but it's a very accessible set. That's what I like about it. So people, some people are complaining that, you know, oh my gosh, some people are getting heaps of spice, other people are not so much. But the pure amount of Majestics and Legendaries, you know, the, the cards that people need to play that are coming out, there are huge amounts of it. So new players that come in that want to play, you know, they're going to get cards that they actually can play with and don't have to spend a heap of money to, you know, buy. And that's another aspect that I really like about Uprising. Yeah, I totally agree. I haven't, obviously, we haven't gotten the release here in the U.S. yet, but I was lucky enough, I went to the Las Vegas for the world premiere. And yes, tell us, Elaine. Yeah, the Should Las Vegas was so much fun. And then, yeah, I just went to Ohio this past weekend for the uh, 10K and the team. And the on Sunday, they did like a 5K team sealed event. So got to open some uprising and on Saturday I played in two on-demand drafts. So I, I've like, I, you know, I've cracked my fair share for someone who has not had it released yet in their country. Um, and then also, yeah, at the, at the sugar shack, um, sugar. I cracked a case with Carolina and Ethan Van Sant. So that was really fun. Yes, should we talk about the sugar shack? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk about your week in flesh and blood, Elaine. Yes. Take us through that journey. So I um 
really love this game so much that I ended up driving through I, I like went to a wedding and then I left from the wedding at 10 p.m and drove through the night to Ohio got to Ohio about 2 p.m so I left <laughs> and I had Luke with me my boyfriend yeah yeah so I drove from 10 p.m to 5 p.m I mean 10 p.m to 5 a.m to Ohio and then I like woke my boyfriend up who was sleeping in the back seat and I was like, all right, you gotta drive. And then he drove from five PM to uh five AM to noon and then I drove like the last two hours to Ohio. How many hours was that? <laughs> it was uh it was like fifteen hours was the drive. Fifteen hours what? <laughs> I just I don't know. I'm I'm a degenerate and I really wanted to go and play and see everyone and it was That's like the top of our country to the bottom of our North Island and more. Well, and more. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what it was for us too. Like all the way from South Louisiana up to North Ohio. That's pretty much top to bottom. You guys hear, heard it here first. This is Elaine. She's crazy. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> in love with our game. Yeah. Yep. So uh, it was totally worth it. By the way, we had a fantastic weekend, showed up, played, um, I only did two rounds of on-demand drafts, but I think Luke did three or four on-demand drafts, which they were like win a box on-demand drafts. So that was like really fun. And what is on-demand? Can you share with everyone yeah. what that is? Because I don't know what that is. So when you either. go to like these events and they have them usually at like um, SCD cons and callings and stuff, you can sign up for a draft like hey I want to draft uprising and they give mm -hmm. you like a little buzzer kind of like when you get at a restaurant to wait for your table to be oh, ready. like takeaways mm -hmm. okay, yeah. so yeah they give you one and you just you know put it in your pocket put it in your backpack or whatever and then once eight people have joined once they have enough people to draft it it starts buzzing and it makes like an That's alarm so cool. sound and you click it click it turn off the alarm bring it turn it in and you're like my buzzer went off and then once everyone arrives you just draft they give you a box and you draft. that is awesome so okay, yeah i've never heard of that cool. really yeah no i did um on demand at the battle hard in dallas um was my other time doing on demand drafts and then this time did two on demand drafts and they yeah they're fun i like i it, i don't know why i love the table buzzer <laughs> it's so so, yeah, so I had the two on-demand drafts on Saturday, and then Saturday night went to dinner with Carolina and Elijah and my boyfriend Luke, obviously, um, Ethan Van Sant, and then Jesse and Tim, two other guys who were staying with us in the Sugar Shack. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the Sugar Shack, so my decision to go to Ohio was kind of last minute and a bit impulsive, I'll admit. Mm -hmm. So we were looking for somewhere, you know, cheap, easy to stay. I knew um, Van Sant was going and Carolina were, um, was going. Well, and Carolina had like messaged me like, hey, if you're looking for a place to stay, just like we can find a place together. So I'm like, oh, that'd be great. Well, the, the, the closest, <laughs> cheapest place we could find was this place listed. It was literally, we we calling it the Sugar Shack because it was listed as the Sugar Shack. Like, that's what the owners mm -hmm. of this property decided to put it out there as. And we arrive at the Sugar Shack. 
there's a wooden sign. It says bathroom that way, sugar shack this way. And we're like, okay. So we have to walk. I timed it. It was like a five, four and a half, five minute walk through literally through the woods to a shack. <laughs> and the, the door handle was like a, a deer antler. Oh, um, no. So the bathroom, yeah, from the shack was about a seven minute walk that way uh, in the opposite direction through the woods in, inside a basement. Uh, what? <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> The bathroom was okay. With with inside of Elaine to light your way. As there you was lights, but no, no, not to light. There was no. lights inside the bathroom, but no. Oh, Carolina okay. and I had to walk through the like pitch because you know I was like I'm not going to the bathroom alone, and we no. walked, it was dark, and we walked to the bathroom in complete darkness. We had like our phone flashlights on, but you could only see like right in front of you, but you were just shining it on the ground to make sure you didn't step on anything. But, like, the bush started, like, really, really <laughs> making a lot of noise. And, and Caroline and I were like, no, we are out of here. Um, so, yeah, the Sugar Shack, it didn't have a bathroom. It didn't lock. The door didn't lock. Uh, we walked in. There was tons of taxidermy uh, everywhere. There was also, we were welcomed by six uh five sorry five dead mice on the ground uh i thought so they had already stayed at the sugar shack and i thought they were playing playing like playing a prank on me with the mice i thought that even Mm. huge leviathan i thought that (laughs) had a like pulled some leviathan stuff from his cosplay and was like oh haha look a dead mice because we were all just sitting there talking and then ethan goes where'd this dead mice come from? It <laughs> points on the ground, there's a dead mice. And I was like, that's not funny. Like, you planted that there. That's not funny. And he's like, where did I get a dead mice from, Elaine? I'm like, I don't know, but that's not funny. And then Carolina looks down. She's like, there's one by my foot too. And then slowly we just started looking and noticing. Oh, that is so All gross. five of them. And I still thought it was a joke. And then one of them like twitched was not fully and I was like oh my god I'm out I I think I stood on the I just like sat I stood on the table for like the next hour anyway it was um it was awful if you go to Ethan Vincent's YouTube there we did a little sugar shack tour because we cracked a case of uprising yeah and then we went um to the speakeasy and we drafted in the speakeasy with um like Daylon Mack Blake was there um Logan and Jordan and Abby from the Flesh and Pot of course were our amazing hosts and Keith and Jacob from the Realm Games so that was like just really a blast and I should have just slept in the in the speakeasy instead of returning back to the sugar shack that night to go to bed Mm -hmm. because in the morning I woke up with like hives Another oh, guy in our, who was staying with us had a tick on him, and Ethan had termites on him. So, yeah, I did not. That is a horrible experience. <laughs> night, it was awful. Night two, I did not stay in the sugar shack. That morning, I packed my bag and I took my bag to my car, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not returning no. here. Good for night two, and I did not. Safety first, Elaine. Safety first. Yeah. No um yeah then we I played in the sealed event with Luke and Ethan as my teammates that was really fun we lost 
the win it in, so I believe we finished in fifth. Uh, but it was awesome. Uh, great, great weekend. So yeah, that, that was cool. The rest of the cool week and terrifying. It was. It was. <laughs> Everything was worth it except the sugar shack. I would not drive 15 hours again to stay in the sugar shack. But besides that, everything else, I would drive 15 hours to see those people and play with them again because it was yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right. Okay, you want to get into our questions? Yes. So this week, Melody and I prepared some questions. 15 questions we'll see if we'll get through them all but um yeah 15 questions and they're just kind of fun questions alternating between flesh and blood related and non-flesh and blood related just just to you guys can get to know us a little bit better i think they're fun i'm excited all right um so the first question is what is your favorite favorite set my favorite set is uprising 110 percent I think my favorite set is also Uprising. I have yes. played with it many times. Yeah, I did my pre-release Vegas, Ohio. I really, really love it. Uh, before Uprising, it was Tales of Aria. Because I, I think the artwork is stunning. I really like how the overall theme mm. of it is. And I loved the talents that they introduced in Aria. But Uprising definitely takes a cake for me. I love it. Yeah, and dragons. Like, I love the dragons, but I, I just think they're solid three heroes. Yeah, um, I think beautiful the art. heroes are all solid. I love the, mm. like, fire and ice theme that is going on here. I do, yeah, it, it makes me happy. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Same, same here. So I'm going to ask the second question. Maybe I know the answer. If it was snack food, I'd know the answer. <laughs> Elaine, what is your favorite food? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like most people, yeah, or everyone's going to expect me to say pickles, which is like mm-hmm. my favorite snack is, I love pickles, um, but like overall favorite food, it might be sushi or just like hot carbs and cheese. I've always said any form of hot carbs oh, and cheese I love, which is mm. a guilty pleasure for sure. Do not just make your diet hot carbs and cheese. <laughs> that's a heart attack waiting to happen yeah for sure (laughs) but it's so good okay melody what's your favorite food um i'm either really simple i love peanut butter on toast with jam now when i say jam i don't mean jelly i mean like raspberry jam okay i could eat that for days i could live on that it's just something that i really like or peking duck oh i I had Peking duck when I was in Beijing. Um, Yum. I love Peking duck. Yeah. So, you know, I'm either real fancy or I'm like really easy to please. Either way, I'm happy. <laughs> okay. Um, question number three is what is your favorite TCG accessory that you own? Like in terms of like sleeves, deck box, dice, etc. Oh, I I have a really cool uh deck box that I really like. I'm actually waiting for what's his name? You know? Uh the professor. So he released a deck yeah. box on Kickstarter that I backed. So I'm although that's not quite with me yet, I'm really looking forward to that. And I've got a Dex box, D E X. And it's great because you can put like um slabbed 
cards in there. You can put your whole deck in there. You can put your die in there. And it's just like a little box. Yeah. Instead of carrying around, you know, a bag of dice, dice, sorry, and then another box and another box. So that would probably be my favorite accessory right now. What about you? So my favorite, I really like the Game Genics deck boxes. Yeah. Um, my first deck box, so like when I first, when I started playing the game, I was like, everything has to match. And I immediately just went for like pink sparkly. And I got like mm-hmm. the Game Genics, uh, I think it's it's just like the singular watchtower. So yeah, you like open it up, pull out your deck, and it also has like a little like drawer tray? for your dice. Yeah, a tray for your dice. I really mm-hmm. like that. Um, that was my first like deck box. I think it'll always hold a special place in my heart because now I have like we'll have to bring double a, one. Bring our accessories and show them because we don't have game genics in New Zealand. Really. Yeah, so when I'm talking about Dex Protection, I think they're a worldwide brand, but I've never seen, I've looked for Game Genix because I know your folders are Game Genix, right? Mm-hmm. My folders are Game yeah. Genix. Everything, pretty much everything I own is Game Yeah, we don't have that brand, so I'd love to see that. Can you come for Worlds? <laughs> Maybe Worlds, hopefully. James White, where's Worlds going to be? Is it going to be in Hawaii or is it going to be in LA? Where's it going to be? I don't know, but I'll go anywhere, so... Yeah, yes. I mean, I just drove 15 hours to play the TNC. You will go event, anywhere. So. Will you go to New Zealand, though, Elaine? <laughs> I would. Okay. I would love for them to have, like, a New Zealand. But Hopefully we'll something Hopefully. will happen here. Mm. As a, okay, next question. What is your favorite non-flesh and blood hobby? Do you have one? Yeah. Flesh <laughs> <laughs> and blood is definitely my favorite hobby, but, like, I guess painting would be my my go-to, which now everything I paint seems to be flesh and blood related. Um, but it it counts painting or just board games. I really like board games. How about you? Can yourself? ask me because I'm yes, like yes, yes. Like seriously, when I'm not working. I live and breathe flesh and blood. So if I'm not on Twitter, I'm looking stuff up or I'm talking to people. Now I'm in our Discord and I'm playing TTS or I'm on Felt Table. I'm a little bit obsessive. Um, so I don't know. I'm kind of all or nothing when it comes to hobbies. Like I've got, I do play board games, but I've just shifted house and I need more people to play with. So does it, it sounds real nerdy no, and sad. No. I'm like the same way. Like I almost like hyper fixate on whatever my hobby is, right? Like, um, so. But before I knew, played Flesh and Blood. Like my hobbies were a little bit more. Like I would play board games like three times a week, have friends over, oh, and if, cool. if those nights I didn't have friends over, like I'd paint and stuff. And now since getting into Flesh and Blood, it's like, no, this is all I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is sorry board life. game friends I, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Blood. sorry sorry no i no and it's, it's true uh that flesh and blood is like all that i do but you know i i enjoy other other things but i'm glad you do <laughs> <laughs> just that everybody i'm not that much of a nerd yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like i do uh, it's the connecting part as well like i'm talking to people and you know Building, trying to build the community and the community here in New Zealand with women and stuff like that. So while it is still related to flesh and blood, like it's 
creating relationships and making friends and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So question number five, do you have any tournament superstitions, like things you do for good luck before you play tournament rituals, something like no, that? No, I don't. I really? don't. And I've, no, but I believe you do. I do. You? Yeah, I do. So my, I like it's, it's pickles. <laughs> I I have to have like some kind of pickle snack or pickles, some some kind of pickle flavored something or actual pickles like on the day of my tournaments or I just don't think I'm gonna perform well because it, I don't know it just it it just became a thing where it was like oh the first the first uh you know I I like grew up as a cheerleader and stuff and there was like things where it's like. Oh, I did this and I did really well. So now I'm going to do this every time. Everyone has okay. their lucky socks or whatever. Well, yeah. So the first, the Battle Heart in Dallas was like my first big tournament. And I had pickles actually way back to my very first time playing CC. The first pro quest I went to, I, there was like a pub next door and I had, I did eat pickles because I got a spicy chicken sandwich and I was like extra pickles, please. And then I brought pickles to the Battle Heart in Dallas. And then I bought I brought pickles to New Jersey. And ever since then, like any big tournament, I I'm like, if I don't have if I don't have the pickles, it's not gonna work out. I think every every episode of we're gonna end up talking about pickles. No, no, no. We can we can go about it. But this one, <laughs> it just happens to me. All right. <laughs> Next question: What is your favorite? holiday is that favorite holiday destination or is this like your no, dream holiday no like like christmas or whatever. oh okay see we don't I'm use the word you... holiday as like vacation here that's like that's oh okay so what's your favorite holiday time of year Elaine? yeah yeah mine was probably halloween I really, oh, I love. Of course, because you dress up. Yeah, because I love to dress up. I love planning and making out costumes, which make, which is why I enjoy cosplay so much. Because it's like Halloween all year round. But I also just love this the scary, spooky side of it too. <laughs> like, it's like the only side, the only time of year where it's like I'm constantly in the mood to watch scary movies and do spooky things. And carved pumpkins. So you know we don't really have Halloween in our country. Yeah, I would, it's, so it's only is... become a thing recently, really, in maybe the last five years. So even that, we don't get people that or kids that trick or treat, or you know, at at work, some workplaces people might dress up, but you know, you don't have you you won't walk down the street and see houses decorated. Yeah. and I've never seen that. I didn't but I think it's definitely it. fun to dress up. Growing up, like my family did not celebrate Halloween. So I was like, but that's not normal. I was a weird kid. Um, but then in my adult life when I was like, oh, I can actually dress up and celebrate Halloween. I can't go trick-or-treating because I'm an adult, but it's <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> turn up with your treat bang. What 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 holiday time of year is your favorite time of year though? Any holidays that y'all have that we don't celebrate? Oh, uh, definitely Christmas. Oh, really? Because Christmas in New Zealand is our summer, and so you know normally in New Zealand, people finish up work probably 
the week before Christmas, or maybe two weeks before, depending. And usually people maybe take three or four weeks off. And so we just enjoy a New Zealand summer, which is a lot of beaches, a lot of barbecues, a lot of eating and friends and whānau, whānau means family in Māori. So definitely many, many amazing Christmas memories of being a child and, you know, hanging out with family and son and, yeah. That's so... My favourite time of year. It's like, that's so strange because here, you know, Christmas is our winter. It doesn't Mm. get very cold in Louisiana. So most of the time it's still like 80 degrees Fahrenheit, which I don't know what that is. We tried doing this the other day. Yeah, (laughs) I could Google it real quick, but that's pretty warm. It's still really warm. That's warm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just because I live in the deep, deep uh, South Louisiana. So it's still, it's like, but still in my mind, I don't associate like Christmas with that type of weather. I still associate it with being very cold, even though usually it is not very cold specifically. Yeah, it's where probably I part live. of our summer. Those are probably like some of our summer heats that you're talking about. In yeah. Winter. Yeah. That that's just because I live in you know very, very warm place. But uh it's still yeah, that associating Christmas with like summer is such a strange concept for me on this side of the world but I mean for me even associating it to winter is like it's because no, we don't yeah we don't take in America you guys take all of summer off right is that how it works like it's high school and yeah so in high school you get June and July off mm. at least where I live sometimes it's different um like all right my friend is she lives in Connecticut and she always had like I like my I finished in high school I graduated like I was done with school on May 3rd I think and then she didn't mm-hmm. finish till like June 16th but then I started school and mm-hmm. like beginning of August and she started at like the end of August so sometimes it's weird but mm-hmm. yeah you you get you get like a two month break no matter where you are that's awesome um, okay, so what is your most prized possession in your flesh and blood collection? This, I don't have just one, Elaine. This is a really tough question. I, I don't know. Like, I love artist proofs. I don't know. If, I don't think we've ever talked about artist proofs. So I collect artist proofs, and you know, these are cards from the artists that they sketch, and sometimes they number them. Mm-hmm. And I love them because it's a little piece of flesh and blood that's unique from the artist. And they do some incredible sketches. So I would say as a collection, that would be my prized position collection. I don't have just one thing. What about you? Mine, <clears throat> sorry, mine would be when I was in, okay, so I did the Icelander cosplay, right, with Steve Argyle's art um, in New Jersey. And then Mm -hmm. he was in New Jersey, and I did not get to meet him. I was just, like, too busy running around. The line was always too long. Um, And I was, like, really, really bummed because I had the cold foil Icelander that I had Mm -hmm. James White sign. And I wanted to get Steve to sign it also. And I, I didn't. So... When I heard he was going to be in Vegas, I was like, oh, I have to get this signed in Vegas. 
and I forgot it. It was like as soon as the the plane's wheels touched no. the ground, I was like, I did not bring my Colfoil Icelander, and I don't have an Icelander for Steve to sign. And I was really upset, and I uh, went in the middle of the calling. I did the cosplay contest, and then right after, I still had like, I still had like seven minutes on the clock before the next round was gonna start. So I was like, oh, I want to. Steve had no line. The only person out there was actually Flake, and I was like, okay, well, there's no line to go meet Steve, and I don't have anything for him to sign, but I'm just gonna run over there and you know tell him that I really love his art and blah blah blah. So I walked up, interrupted Flake's moment with Steve, said, get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like listen Steve like I really love all your artwork like you I am an artist myself and you inspire me I just your art to me it, it really personally speaks to me and he knew he was like oh like we started talking because he was like thank you so much like that means a lot and I was in my Icelander cosplay not the cosplay based off of his art but the uprising cosplay mm -hmm. but still he he recognized me as like the person who does the Icelander cosplay and he's like you did my cosplay in New Jersey and I didn't get to meet you and I was like mm -hmm. oh my gosh yes I did so we talked for a while he's like how how long do you have and I'm like well, wait, wait, like five minutes at this point before the next round starts and he's like okay don't go anywhere so he sat down he pulls out just like a blank like token equipment card mm. and starts drawing on it and I just immediately started bawling crying I was like Aww. so he because I I was like I I told him like I wanted to get him to sign my Icelander and I forgot it and I don't mm. have the card with me because I have this picture on my phone so he drew this oh that's so sweet You've, have, have you not shared you should not shared that on I Twitter don't think, I don't think I did I don't know I no and I just like the whole time I was crying. That's I was, like, amazing. I ran back. The it went a little over time. I like hugged him. I cried. He was like, "You're you're doing great things." I was like, "No, you are." And then I ran. To no, my no you are. I was like, "I would love to sit and chat forever," but like I am playing in the middle of the calling right now, and the next match is starting. So I had to like run. I got back. I was late. I was a minute and thirty minutes. <gasps> late to my match and the judge I was still crying <laughs> the judge was mm -hmm. like listen sorry I have to give you an IP4 and I was like okay yep I understand that's fine do not regret it and my teammates because this was a team event my teammates were like where were oh. you I'm like look Steve Argyle just drew this to me and I'm still like crying and my opponent was like that is one of the coolest things I've he was so so nice he was like that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen judge like am I allowed to overrule her IP4 and the judge was like you know what do whatever you guys want I'll walk away so the, oh wow my, yeah so uh, it was just like one of the most uh, I think special moments I've ever had in the community I was like wow I just and, even... and you're an artist as well right so you're connecting yeah, on a few awesome. levels so i not only did i get that but i got just like this great story of this uh, yes. passion from my opponent and it, yeah it was a very special thing for me so that's probably the most prized possession in my oh yeah collection. that that definitely tops my collection <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what a cool story 
was I, I was as it was happening I was like this is my new favorite like this this is my new favorite thing in my flesh and blood collection it was like in the moment I had already knew like nothing I don't think anything could top this but um yeah okay so Elaine what is the number one place that you would like to travel to I'd say New Zealand honestly <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, I've always, always, always wanted to go to New Zealand. I've always been like a big Lord of the Rings fan. Um, and oh, yes. it's also just like one of the most gorgeous places. Um, and then this game has just made me want to go even more. I would travel to New Zealand for flesh and blood in a heartbeat. I'd sell my house. Not that I own a house. <laughs> I was just about to say you own your own house. That's really awesome. No, I don't even own a house. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm just being dramatic. What's your favorite? What's your number one place to travel to, Melody? I would love to travel to Croatia. Ooh. Um, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan, and I'd like to go and visit some of the sets and places that they filmed at over there. And also, it's a beautiful country. It's an incredibly beautiful country. Um, so yeah. is your country. It is. I should probably look in my own backyard first, but I've, been, I've traveled a little bit in New Zealand, um, there, but there are many beautiful places. So when you come, we can go visiting lots of places. Later. Okay, that sounds like fun. Yeah, we'll make yeah. a whole vacation out of it. Yes. Okay. If there were a flesh and blood hero created about yourself, what would the hero ability be? And would it have a, a talent? Would it have a special talent? <gasps> Wow. This is, oh, you know what? We get, you know, Elaine shared the questions before, guys, but I have no idea. Um, I would want to be Runeblade. Mm-hmm. I love Runeblade, um, purely because I love Azura as well. Um, talent and hero. I have no idea. I need more time to think about this. This is, you know, I, I don't know. Other than dark Runeblade kick-ass female i i don't know what about you elaine that's not so, a very good answer so my, i'd want i'd want to be like a ice earth warrior or something but when i like like oldham but like a warrior but like not not like, like an fatigue, more aggro but uh, oh, yes. i so when I was trying to figure out what my hero ability would be, I was like thinking about this before the show, and I asked, uh, <laughs> I asked my boyfriend Luke, I was like, if I were a flesh and blood hero, what would my hero ability be? And he was like, it would be a, um, like Oldham, like he would have a defense reaction, which she, I would be a female character, but she's like, he was like, uh, it would be. <laughs> Pay one, throw a pickle at your opponent, prevent three damage. <laughs> I knew it was going to be pickle related. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it has to be at this point, right? It's only appropriate. Yes. Pay oh, one, throw oh, a pickle at it. your opponent, prevent three yep. damage. That is awesome. So, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'll have to think about that. I like <laughs> yours. I like your ability. So, next question. What is your favorite TV show? Right now, it's The Boys. Flake told me to watch it, and 
I've become addicted. If you haven't watched it, it's really fun. It's it's like superheroes, but like mm. what the world would be like and look like and how the superheroes would be if they were real in today's society. Um, so it's really good. It's really good. But also New Girl is like my go-to comfort show. I think I've seen it like 11 times probably all the way through. I've, not, I've heard of the boys because two of the, the two main actors are New Zealanders. Yeah, and Az from Go Again Gaming also has like he's Aslander, which is like he is Aslander. From the show. Yes, um, but I've never heard of the girls. New girls. Before. New girl. New girl. No, <laughs> it's funny. It's just like a funny, like almost like Friends type of show. That's just kind of like if I just want to be happy, or am I cleaning the house and need something on in the background? I can just put it on because I've seen it so many times. <laughs> but right now like it's the, yeah right now it's the boys it's a really good show what about yourself melody uh my favorite show of all time would definitely be game of thrones i read the books first I've before the series came it. out what so so i've seen the last episode ever because i am not one to miss a party and my friends were having a watch party for the last episode and so i lied and i was like yeah i've seen it just so i could go to the party um <laughs> But that's the only episode I've ever seen. Why would? Why did you? Are you not into fantasy? You're all clearly into fantasy. Yeah. Flesh and blood, gaming. I don't know. I just never watched it because I, I don't know. And I don't know. I just never watched it. There's like a. I, I don't sure. watch a whole lot of TV, honestly. And and most of the time I just watch, when I watch TV, I watch something I've like already seen before or know, or me and my eight siblings, we watch a lot of the shows together. Like we all, like I started, my brother started watching the show Vikings and then I got oh, into yes, it. Vikings so then, is like, epic. All eight of us just started watching it. And I love Vikings is also one of my favorite shows, but then no one ever got into Game of Thrones. So there was never any like push to watch it. And then Blake got me into the boys. So I've gotten my, I've got, I'm, or my brothers are now into the boys and I've been trying to get my sisters into the boys too. Cause we all, we all kind of just like watch the same shows. So none of them ever watched it. And I just never, I just never watched it. Oops. That's sad. <laughs> You're missing out. You should, you need to just like have a little taster, a couple of episodes. Well, the thing is that now it's like, if I, I would like to watch it, but it seems like a very big commitment at this point because there's so many. It doesn't have to be. I know there's like seven seasons and you can kind of break it up. And you know, if you get addicted, then you're, then it's over. Cause you're going to want to like binge watch. You yeah, exactly. Absolutely See, that's the thing is that I, I am an addict at heart. No, um, not really. Addictive personality. I mean, yeah. same. I get it. Like if I, but yeah. So if I watch it and I like it, then I'm going to binge watch it. And then none of you will hear from me again until it's finished. Because <laughs> the thing with Game of Thrones is it's, it's so unexpected, you know, and I, th I think for a lot of people watching the first two, no, actually probably the first half of season one, getting to the end of it, you know, you expect certain things to happen, which are like, would normally happen within movies or series, you know, like yeah. the goodies always win and, you know, the baddies yeah, get yeah. overthrown, but not in this series. You know, your favorite characters, you better hold on for dear life because they're probably going to die. Oh, okay. Well, they're going to die. And, you know, and that's so different. We're so accustomed to the, the goodies always winning or the, you know, good overthrowing evil. And that's 
one thing that I love about it. And they're very strong characters, very strong female characters, great storylines, lots of lore. It's fantastic. Okay, I'll try and watch it. I'll try. Try. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Before, like I, before I come to New Zealand, I'll watch it. I promise. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is your favorite play mat? I only have like three. Um, is just, it like one I own? Or no, just one? no, not necessarily one you own because mine's definitely not one I own. But Oh, okay, cool. Well, then it's definitely Swarming Gloomvale. Yeah, that one's Love really play mat. And I would, it was at a, it was at draft, I think last week and somebody had one of those play mats i'm like where did you get that from because they were, you could only get them from the states and i think they paid an exorbitant amount of money to purchase it because a lot of people bought them and then resold them for a lot of money yeah very envious it's just an incredible piece of art and so beautiful that's my favorite what about you mine the the play mat that i would give my kidney for is the nourishing emptiness i want it so bad and i every time i see someone who has it i'm like what do you want for that and they never (laughs) want to they never want to give it away i actually sat down on my lgs to play one of my friends um brennan we sat down to play our game and i rolled out my play mat which was the dragons one it was either the dragons one from um the three dragons yeah the three dragon ones from las vegas or um by fab tcg cards one shout out to jim it's my favorite play mat to play on so i like rolled it out and then he rolled out his it was the nourishing emptiness and i was like brennan where did you get that (laughs) he's like oh well you didn't come to the pre-release at man of war but this guy was giving it away so i traded him like (gasps) and i was like i missed my only opportunity to get it (laughs) That is like the one playmat I wanted. If anyone has one, and I will. I'll remember that because I've seen them go up for sale on our buy and sell pages in New Zealand. Yeah, I really love that playmat. That or the um. What's the history? Why do you like love it so much? Well, that is into my. That's my answer to question number fifteen, which we can just talk about. Um, because question okay. fifteen is what is your favorite part of flesh and blood lore? And the nourishing mm-hmm. emptiness card is like I don't know. Red Zone Road did a really good um, video about the lore behind it. You can go find that if you want mm-hmm. a more accurate, in-depth description than my what I'm gonna say. But it's just because if you look in the background of nourishing emptiness, you know the girl yes. sitting there is like a fortune teller, and then it's like the deaths of the heroes. It's just the art. I think it's beautiful. The overall aesthetic of the colors is like captivating to me. And I I just love the art. And then the lore behind it is like my, I just, oh, I just, I eat it up. I love it. Everything about it. I want that playmat. All right. We'll find you that playmat. We'll get you that playmat, Elaine. (laughs) I think I just like the, like I, the overall lore is really cool um, in Flesh and Blood to go like read on mm. the websites, but I love when I know the lore behind specific cards and I'm playing them and every time I play it down, I am reminded of that lore and it just draws me more into like the whole Flesh and Blood world and oh, I, I love it. It makes me very excited. I mean. So, what, but what's your favorite part of the Flesh and Blood lore? I, know, I, I don't know heaps and heaps about the law, but what, something that I'm really interested in is Viscerai's history before 
he had the Ark Knight, became the Ark Knight, yeah. and washed up on the shores of um, by the monastery because he used to be a a warrior in vocal. So was it a warrior? Or he was part of. He was part of the. I don't know. I don't. He wasn't a guard, but that was his life. Yeah, he was definitely from vocal. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, before he obviously, I don't know how he died, but then he washed up and then he became uh, Runeblade. So I'd be really keen to dig in and find out. Hopefully, they unearth some more about his history. You know, did he have a family? Was he a good guy? I, I would like to learn more about his lore too, because Viserai, he's your favorite hero, but I've only mm. played him a few times. And so like, it's, it's the heroes that I really love and play a lot that like, I learn their lore, but I, I, I want to like learn all of everyone's lore. Yes. Because you know? it's so, it's so yep. interesting. And I think even now, like with Icelander trying to, yeah, her and Kano, brother and sister, are they related? What's going on there? What is the history? Like, right. I think this dynasty, this next set, hopefully we get a bit more lore to unpack. They do such they a good job us. with the lore, too. I love them. They do. Yeah. Okay, the, so. ne- the last question, which this is a question I stole from <laughs> uh, Flake in Vegas. Mm-hmm. He asked everyone this question. And I, so I already have an answer to it and everyone made fun of me for my answer, but I want to know what your answer is because the question is, if you could be the best at anything in the world, what would you be the best at? (laughs) Okay. So is this, what? Oh, Uh... like if there's one skill or talent or whatever that you could be the best at, what would you want to be just the best at, really good at? Is it, can it be a... Yeah, it can be oh, anything. It can be anything. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like if you had a power, right? Like if you had a kind of superpower? Or I, okay, so ability? like Flakes was like, I think he said guitar, you know? Like oh, I would okay. be the best like guitar player in the world. Um, you tell me and yours, and Tommy then, Fresh. No, no, no. Because I'm saving mine. Tommy Fresh said the best at making fried rice. Um, <laughs> what? I think like, <laughs> Brian. I think Majin Bay said piano playing. I, this it's been a while since Vegas, and I might have had a drink or two when we had this conversation. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like hoping I'm getting everyone's right. Um, yeah. So like one like skill or talent like what would you want to do oh i i don't know maybe singing yeah mine (laughs) mine and i don't know something to do with pickles no it it actually doesn't everyone made fun of me in vegas and they were like that's the most random thing you could have said but i said glass blowing just because i think glass blowing is really cool (laughs) (laughs) it's really cool (laughs) Okay. Hey, look. No, we're not going to shame you because you're one of the <laughs> I don't understand why this is glass blower in the world. Yeah, why not? Glass blowing is so. If anyone out there who listens to this has any experience in glass blowing and wants to teach me, 
how to glass boil and become the best in the world, please message me on Twitter, on Discord, on anything. I would love it. I would love it. I think glass blowing is so cool. I watch like um, Blown Away. That series? Yeah, Blown Away on Is that a series? Like a... It's like a, I love competition shows, um, but there's like a, a glass blowing competition show on Netflix. I also love to watch. I've seen that. And that is actually incredible. Yeah, the artwork is so cool. Yeah. And it's. Yes. So and I think I'm going to rewind. I don't want to be a singer. I want to be the best artist in the world. And let's put a like big umbrella over that. Cause that yeah, can be artists a- like painting artists. <laughs> that can be sculpture. That can be everything. So that's my talent. Oh, Melody just took yep. the entire art field from everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it includes glass blowing. I don't know. But glass blowing is, yeah, I've seen that series. It's they do some amazing things and it's so technical. Yeah. And that, like you can like I don't know, in the series, people like I don't know, sometimes people like sculpt with it rather than like blow it. Some people like blow it and there's just like so many different ways to do it, it seems. And it's, I Mm. I think it's really cool. I'm a big, like, I love going to Renaissance festivals. I actually really miss Renaissance fair. And usually it's around Halloween, which is another reason why Halloween is my favorite holiday. So I love going to Renaissance festivals. I will travel for them. If you are also, I always say, if you're listening, (laughs) <laughs> and you have a really cool renaissance festival i will come travel to it because please let me know I, what I'm, is a renaissance festival so like i grew up going to them we go every single year like to the point where i know all the workers at my local renaissance festival um it's just like it's exactly what it sounds like it's you dress up well you don't have to dress up i always dress up because i love costumes so you dress up how like in like renaissance garb i usually dress oh, as like wow. a fairy or like some I, I usually dress as some kind of fairy um along the lines of that but then you go and it's just like everyone's dressed up there's like there's a glass blowing booth i love watching the glass <laughs> blowing <laughs> there's like jousting going on there's like you get wow. the turkey leg which is like uh uh, they have like jugglers. I love the juggling shows. They have like comedy shows, but it, it just looks like an old Renaissance town. It's usually around some kind of lake or something. They have like rides, which are just like usually you send a barrel and a strong, hefty man pushes you around <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> rolls you down the hill. Yeah, ro- rolls you down the hill. <laughs> it's always some like strong, hefty man like just pushing you. <laughs> usually the ride. But what were we even talking about? <laughs> oh, glass blowing. Yeah. Oh, oh, my camera going. keeps moving. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. I'm sorry. Okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> the top of your head. Did you notice it got like, it kept moving through the entire thing and I was trying to shift the frame. I didn't even notice, no. Oh, yeah, it did because then I got, I ended up like it was just my head and I'm like oh my <laughs> god I need to move it and it's like winter over there so y'all nice yeah it's it's actually not that cold not as cold as last time we recorded it's freezing it's kind of like stormy today so it's not that hot the humidity is high but let's see what is the temperature here in Louisiana today it's only 91 which is pretty cool because it's been in the hundreds for the last while 
But yeah, the glass, the Renaissance Festival is what got me into glass blowing, and I think it's cool. All right, fifty-five here. Fifty-five cells is your computer. Okay, that's not that cold. <laughs> Wait, fifty-five Celsius or Fahrenheit? Yes, Celsius. Fahrenheit Celsius. Oh, I have no clue Celsius. how so cold that 13, is. It's thirteen Fahrenheit. Oh no, that's real. I thought you meant fifty-five. I thought you did the time, not the time. I thought you did the conversion. We're saying anyway. That's it, no, 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 no. So it's thirteen degrees Celsius, which in Fahrenheit is fifty. Oh fuck, I don't know. I don't know, but it's cold. Okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Embarrassing. Okay. Oh All right. Shall we wrap up and yeah. should we give them a teaser for what we've got coming up with guests and stuff? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. So thank you guys for bearing through us, bearing with us through that episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We tried to make it just a little bit more fun, relaxed. You know, our first episode was introducing the channel to you guys and the second episode we wanted to kind of introduce ourselves a little bit more to you guys so I hope that you did that I hope that you enjoyed it um but Pitch Perfect has a lot of exciting things lined up for mm -hmm. the month of July this is going to be our month of guests so we're trying to get a different guest on every week and we have a lot of exciting people humans amazing people to bring to you guys we do so that's something to look forward to for us and there's there's also you know we've got events coming up we've got battle harden coming up at the end of the month in new zealand there's another pool party event happening somewhere in the states in july as well <laughs> that, that we're going to come back and we're going to talk about yeah so and yeah, we have uh, Road to Nationals starting up in July yes. and skirmish season. So it should be a very fun, exciting month in Flesh and Blood. And we hope that Pitch Perfect can play some part in that excitement for you guys. But yeah, that's all. I think that's all we have for you guys right now. It is. All right. Thanks for bearing with us. Well, not bearing with us. Thank you for joining us for our second episode. Bye. Kaki Bye. <laughs>